morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host kenneth cotterell and this morning's news morning show slash podcast is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about everything from the daily news dump to games to keep an eye on from the daily slate and cap it off with our three team parlay of the day the competitive lay of the day so Feel free to comment as we wade through the waters of today's episode. As I said, we're talking news, we're talking betting lines, and we're getting right into things. So before we get into today's episode, this show is sponsored by the phenomenal betting partners over at Bet99. For all our Canadian listeners, Bet99 offers you a sports welcome offer when you join today using the promo code SHOOTERS. Bet99 will match your deposit up to 100% of $600. So... Head over to Bet99 today to make your bets. Use my daily uh, show in order to hit on your parlays. So let's get into it first with the daily four news dump. What we do here is we talk about the four biggest storylines from the night that was in action. But we're right in the heart of NBA playoffs. So we're going to always be starting there uh, until some of these other leagues get their playoffs going. NHL's coming up here right away. And we are in the full swing of baseball as well. So let's start with number one, the shocking result from last night. Memphis Grizzlies, minus two and a half. They won and covered at 109 to 95. But what's surprising about this one is not, uh, <laughs> I guess it is surprising that Memphis covered because Memphis trailed by 20 in the first half. They cut it all the way to seven by halftime. They fell behind big in the third and closed the game on a 50 to 13 run in order to come back absolutely stunning the Minnesota crowd. Unless you're a Minnesota sports fan, uh, then you shouldn't be surprised at this point. So with that, John Morant had 16, 10, and 10, triple-double for the kid last night. Desmond Bain finished with 26, and Brandon Clark with 20 points. On the Minnesota side, D'Angelo Russell with 20, Anthony Edwards with 19. But Carl Anthony Towns, he's going to get a lot of flack today, I'm sure, on these daily sports shows for finishing with just eight points on four shot attempts. Number two, we've got the Dallas Mavericks. They were plus eight. No Luka Doncic still in the lineup, but Utah goes in, wins outright by eight, 126 to 118. It was an all-around team effort, once again, led by Jalen Brunson. He was coming off a 41-point night, drops 31 on 12 of 22 shooting. Dinwiddie with 20, Kleber with 17, Bertons with 15, Finney Smith with 14, Bullock and Green with 12. It was an all-out assault by the Dallas Mavericks. And then on the Utah side, we finally got to see Rudy Gobert took double the shots that he did the entire series. Unfortunately, that was only six, but he did finish six of six for a 15-7 and seven night. Donovan Mitchell led the way once again for Utah with 32 points on 10 of 21 shooting. Not a lot else from some of these other guys like Royce O'Neal played 31 minutes, zero points in the starting lineup. So 
Utah's going to have to figure out a way to win game four before they head back to Dallas. Who knows how long it's going to take for Luca to get back. He says he feels good. Team's still unsure. So we could see him in game four. I'm thinking it's more likely game five. And then we have ourselves a series. Number three, we got Golden State minus two and a half last night versus Denver. And they ended up winning and covering the spread. Golden State outscored them 31 to 24 on the fourth for the come from behind win. Steph had 27, 6, and 3. Jordan Poole had 27, 3, and 3. And Clay Thompson had 26. Just an all out assault from the Warriors' best scores. And then on the Denver side of things, it was Jokic's best game of the series. This was probably the one that they had to win, given he finished with 36, 18, and 5. My MVP. Not sure if it's going to be enough, though, to even win a game in this series. Aaron Gordon had 18 and 12, and Will Barton and Monte Morris combined for 23 as well. Just wasn't enough against this very deep Warriors team. And lastly, in NHL action, the Tampa Bay Lightning put an absolute beat down on the Toronto Maple Leafs 8 to 1. What was even bigger and why it's in here for the biggest storyline from the night was Steven Stamkos not only scoring his 34th goal of the year, But in the process, he recorded his 954th point for the Tampa Bay Lightning. This breaks the all-time record held by Martin St. Louis. So shout out to Steven Stamkos. I would have never guessed that he was this close to passing the record. I know he's been around a while, but it always felt like he was hurt. Doesn't matter. He's got the record for the Tampa Bay Lightning heading into the playoffs. So with that, let's start looking at today's lines. Obviously, it's early. It's 8 a.m. on the East Coast. It's 6 o'clock here, but we still have some early game lines, and that's why we like to monitor them as we go. So the one that I'm keeping an eye on in the MLB, I'm looking at the Miami Marlins versus the Atlanta Braves line. Trevor Rogers has had a tough start to the year. Trust me, I would know. I own him in fantasy, but he has a 12.15 ERA. He's 0-2, and he's only pitched six innings so far this year. So... Why do I have faith in this line? Rodgers, he's owned in 91% of fantasy leagues. Last year, he was 7-8, and eight, but he had a 2.64 ERA. He's a quality pitcher. So at some point, he's got to bounce back after a couple tough starts. The line I'm keeping an eye on here is the plus 1.5 because I don't trust the Marlins' bats, but I do think that a lot of people will be on Braves' money line. You might see a lot of minus 1.5 too, given that the Braves are at home. Kyle Wright's going for them on the mound, so... It opened at minus 160. I saw this morning it's already dropped down to minus 140. But I do think it's it's going to get inflated as more people bet it. We could see the plus one and a half move into the territory that you actually want to bet or at least put in a parlay. So that's one that I'm going to keep an eye on throughout the day. When we're talking about the NBA, it's the Miami versus Atlanta line. This one I'm probably the least concerned out of the ones that I've mentioned specifically because there's five guys that are a game-time decision for Miami. We haven't seen any major injuries, but some guys on the injury report, you've got Morris, you've got P.J. Tucker, you've got Martin, but then you've got Bam Adebayo, which is a concern. So I'm not too concerned about it. Uh, Keep an eye out, though, because of those game-time decisions. If Bam does get ruled out, then definitely go and hammer the Atlanta Hawks in this game um, because then... It's a lot easier given what Adebayo does defensively and from the distributing standpoint, and it gives Atlanta that edge that they need to probably take this game. So, yeah, if Bam doesn't go, I'm on Atlanta all the way. Otherwise, I'm staying away from this one. You'll find out later on what the fans are going with in the hedge fans lay of the day as well. 
And then in the NHL, I'm keeping an eye on that Washington versus Arizona game. Um, only five games left. The Capitals don't really have a lot to play for. I mean, they're 17 points clear of the next wildcard team. And so I'm keeping an eye on who they're starting in net. They said yesterday that they might be rolling with Manesic. Uh, and I'm just looking at this one. Samsonov went Wednesday, so that's why I think they're projecting Vanessa tonight. Arizona could be a nice plus two and a half line, um, or I would even consider plus one and a half if it is indeed Samsonov that goes. Um, it's not as if Arizona's goalie is great. He's 12-31-3 and three on the year. He's got a 3.67 goals against average, but Vanessic is 2.67. So looking at the numbers here, you've got Arizona. I like them to cover at minimum the plus two and a half. And I think that the line value will be there in order for you to hit that one. So I would be rolling with that one tonight with Arizona, but keep an eye out. If it's Vanessa, you might even sprinkle a little money line, might go plus one and a half. Just keep an eye on it. So with that, those are the game lines that I'm monitoring. Let's keep an eye on the big games on the slate because it's not just about betting. It's also what games do you want to tune into on your Friday night? If you're not going out with friends, having a beer, or maybe you are and you want to catch a game, these are the ones that I would keep an eye on. So MLB-wise, we got Dodgers and Padres tonight. This is the game to watch. Julio Urias is going for the Dodgers. You got Nick Martinez for the Padres. Both do not have a win despite a combined 17 innings pitched. So they're going to be hungry for a win tonight. But it's they're going to be in tough because both average over four and a half runs per game. Could be higher scoring. Uh, Dodgers are nine and three Padres are nine and five. It's first versus third in the NL West. The NL West is going to be an absolute dogfight this year. This is a game to keep an eye on. You could have a ton of scoring when we're talking NHL wise. There's not a lot to like outside of that Oilers and avalanche game. It's looking like Darcy Kemper is going to go for Colorado. He's 36, 10 and three on the year. And you got Mike Smith in between the pipes for Edmonton 14, nine and two Oilers are four points clear of the LA Kings for second in the Pacific. But right now the Oilers with a win would all but clinch that second spot because they have a game in hand. It would put them six points clear with four to four games to go. So overall, I think Edmonton's going to be hungry for this one. Avalanche are not playing for too much. I mean, they might be playing for the president's trophy, but even that might be out of reach at this point. Uh, the line's over at over six and a half, it's minus 145. So Vegas thinks this one's going to be high scoring. High scoring hockey games are always exciting. So I would keep an eye on this game. And then when we head over to the NBA, it's the NBA playoffs. But the most exciting game for me tonight is this Suns versus Pelicans game. No Devin Booker for the rest of the series. And we know there's no Chris Middleton in the Bucks series. So that one will be a good one as well. But the reason why I like this Phoenix Suns one is. There's a lot of question marks. Do the Suns have enough offense without Devin Booker to get it done? Will their defense step up? DeAndre Ayton's a good defender. Mikhail Bridges was one of the uh, finalists for Defensive Player of the Year. They're coming off a 125-114 to 114 win, uh, the Pelicans are. And they had Brandon Ingram a near triple-double. He had 37-11-9 in that one. So... Can they slow down Ingram? Can they slow down C.J. McCollum? Can Aiton at least match what Jonas Valanciunas is going to put out at the center position? The Suns are still minus 286 to win this series, but if the Pelicans win tonight, that might be a future bet to go 
take a look at because I think Phoenix is going to get one of these games in New Orleans. If they fall behind, you might see that line move towards even for the Suns. So keep an eye on that future bet there. So with that, we are heading over to look at the competitive lay of the day. And what this is, is we're talking about a three-team parlay. We're not looking to get into the the plus 10,000s. We're looking at what are three lines that we like, that we think we can parlay, win some money. You can bet them straight up. You can put them in the lay. But overall, these are three lines that I like. We're also going to put out what I call the alt-lay play if rain delay or no play. And what that means is baseball, we see it all the time. Games get postponed. They may not go at all. And if they get delayed, then it could also throw the game for a loop. So the alt-lay play that we'll give out, that's going to be a bit more of a juiced line. Uh, You can throw this one in to beef up the parlay a bit if you want. You can also maybe parlay it with just one other one. That's completely up to you. Always bet responsibly. That's what we preach here at the show. But with that, let's get into the competitive lay of the day. First play that we like today, New Orleans and Phoenix, the game that we were just talking about, over 216.5. And, And, you know, people will look at, well, are you just going with the over because of what happened in game two? Yes, game two is 125 to 114. Game one was a total of 209. But when you look at the regular season, and I know it's different when you have Booker in there, but they went over in three out of the four regular season games. They had 212, and then they went 233, 246, and 219. So even without Booker, this is a good team. Chris Paul struggled last game. He was 5 of 16 shooting. You had Jay Crowder. He was only 2 of 11. You had Cam Johnson. He shot just 4 of 10. So this is one where actually a line that if you're looking for a player prop, go look at Cameron Payne's line. I think he's going to play some extended minutes tonight. Uh, especially with no Devin Booker. So look at his player props for the over. And then on the Pelican side of things, you still got Ingram coming off that 37. CJ had a good game. Valanchunas didn't even do a lot in the last game, so he could do a bit more tonight. I'm expecting this to be in the 115 to 108 range, thus going over. So I would look at that Pelicans and Suns game over 216 and a half. The second one that I like today, Tampa Bay Rays money line taking on the Boston Red Sox. You got Corey Kluber going for the Rays, Michael Waka going for Boston. The reason why I like this game especially is Boston played yesterday. They had to travel. Tampa Bay coming off the day off. And Boston just played uh, an ALE series against Toronto. Now we're going to get Tampa Bay taking them on today. So... I like Tampa Bay. They're a good team. They might be the best team in the AL East this year. And I just think Boston might be a little bit tired. They come out a bit slow. Corey Kluber pitched well in his last game. Uh, He had, I believe, 5Ks, 4Ks. uh, And so I like that line for the Rays. And then the last one, we're heading over to the ice. Columbus Blue Jackets money line versus Ottawa. And I think a lot of people are hopping on Ottawa. They see that the Jackets have lost three straight. They're 3-6-1 and one in their last 10. Ottawa coming off an impressive road shootout win over Vancouver just a few days ago. Neither team really playing for a whole heck of a lot except pride. And so I'm rolling with the home team here. I know a lot of people don't like betting Columbus. Why would you? They're not a quality team. But neither is Ottawa. Let's not get that mixed up. And, I mean, when you've got a goalie named Elvis Merzkalins, how can you not want to bet that guy? He's got the best name in hockey outside of maybe 
Bobrovsky. And those who are Canadian will definitely get that reference. But the odds on this parlay, we're rolling with Jackets money line, Rays money line, and the Pelicans and Suns over. That takes us to plus 505. So we'll be posting those later today on the Competitive Hedge social media accounts as far as the plays go. Now, you might be asking, well, you talked about that alt lay play if rain delay or no play. Well, that alt line play that you may want to throw in, just depending on what happens weather-wise, roll with the Astros money line versus Toronto. Once again, Toronto played yesterday. They are coming off that AL East game. But what hurts them today is that they're taking on Justin Verlander. And yes, we know how good Verlander is, but Verlander is especially good against Toronto. So Stripling's going for the Jays. He really shouldn't even be in their rotation. Ryu's struggling, so... That's why he's in their rotation. And so that's why I like Verlander today. Minus 165. Yes, the line's a little bit juiced. But if you want to throw that one in, you definitely can. Or you can just parlay it with one of the other plays and you start hitting the plus money range. So minus 165. Don't bet it straight up. Not a lot of value there. But there is value in order to throw it into the parlay. And so we're going to cap things off by talking about the hedge fans lay of the day. And you guys might be wondering, well, what the heck is this? So fans of the show, they definitely like to uh, voice their opinions on plays. And so I grabbed a couple from from some fans that I trust, uh, people that I like in the betting community that uh, could be a lay for you guys to hit as well. And so we're going to do this daily, just like the competitive lay of the day. We have the hedge fans lay of the day. And it's going to be a bit of a competition. We'll see who makes more money the rest of the month here. We've got another eight days left. Let's see if we can get some parlays hitting for some folks out there. Uh, so the hedge fans lay of the day. First play is Atlanta Hawks plus one and a half versus Miami. Once again, I talked about the game time decisions. Uh, I think a lot of folks like Atlanta to at least win a game in this series. They're going back home for this one. Uh, down 2-0, they need this game to stay alive. So people are on the Hawks plus one and a half. Do you want to sprinkle money line just for a little bit of extra value? Sure, but I think this plus one and a half saves you in case there's a last second shot that breaks your heart. And then the second play, this is still a three-teamer, but uh, we had one fan submit Bulls plus two and a half. We had another submit the under 222 and a half. So the phenomenal folks over at Bet99, shout out to them. They allow you to parlay them together in the same game. So Bucks plus two and a half plus the under 222 and a half. As I said, there's no Middleton tonight. They're playing in Chicago. Uh, this should be a really fun game. Uh, and so with that, you combine all three of those together. We get odds of plus 587, a little bit more juiced on the parlay side with the hedge fans lay of the day. So definitely go and check that one out. But with that being said, let's get on with our day. Keep an eye on some betting lines. Bet responsibly. Thank you to everyone who tuned into the live show of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. We will be live daily at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and on weekends at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. We got to get a little bit of shut eye on the weekend. So definitely tune in daily. The audio of the episode drops at 9 a.m. Eastern Time for you to listen on your way to work if you miss the live show. Thank you once again, and we will see you guys tomorrow morning.